Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. And welcome to episode three of Mads World. I'm your host, Mads, and I hope you guys appreciate the self-destructive behavior I've been doing to my own dating life. I matched with a guy on Tinder this week. We're getting along fine. And then he goes, oh, I see you have a dating podcast. I didn't realize we'd be going out with Hitch the dating specialist and I was like bro the reason for the podcast is because I have a terrible dating history. This episode focuses on the world of dating apps and dating app horror stories. I've had a lot of submissions through social media for this episode however I think I'm going to dedicate an entire ep to those because some of them are quite special and I might want to make sure I do them justice. Dating apps can be quite a slippery slope. You fall down the rabbit hole like Alice in Wonderland of swiping and I think becoming reliant on them and addicted to them is quite easy, especially if you're living in lockdown like a lot of us are at the moment. A lot of us are in London anyway. Everyone in Melbourne is out having a grand time, having real dates, so that's nice. Although dating apps are usually just considered a helpful tool or a bit of fun, I think they have other knock-on effects that should be spoken about more, online safety being the main obvious one, but um, even other ones such as loneliness or addiction to dating apps, social anxiety, or even just increasing people's preference for online interactions over face-to-face, which I don't think is that healthy. But yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and preach at you. We all love a little dating app. We all love the little ego boost and the ease of meeting new people, I suppose, as well, especially when you're in a new city. That's why I've used it for a lot, making lots of friends, meeting lots of people, having a few flings and that kind of thing. So yeah, so coming up next, I'm gonna speak to my friend Harriet. She's a chef, she's living in London and she's from up north. North, I can't do it. So yeah, you're really going to like her and she's my neighbour. So here we go. Enjoy. Hello. Hello. How are we? Oh, we are good. Welcome to the podcast, Harriet. Thanks so much for having me. It's exciting. I know. It's very exciting to have the dating app specialist joining the cast. (laughs) 
That's a good title to have, isn't it? <laughs> it is like the queen of dating apps. It is a really good title. Yeah. So let's kick off with speed date round. So how right. did you and I first meet? Um, my best friend was living across the road from me in London and she was living in your house now. That's it. Um, and that's it. Yeah, we just hit it off. I think we're pretty similar. Yeah, I think you came over one night and I was just in Zaya's bed. So you would have yeah. been like, who is this crazy Australian girl? Well, I'd heard about the crazy Australian girl, but me. <laughs> and then how long have you been seeing your current flame? Um, just over three months. So it's all quite new, quite lovely. Yes, beautiful. And then how previously, how often would you say that you go on dates? I was quite a prolific dater, Ooh. if you can say that about yourself. Um, prolific, love that word for the pod. That's a word that's not been used on the pod yet. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good word to use. I'd say when I was in the groove of things, probably like two or three times a week. That is quite a lot. But you know what? There's a lot of people in London, so you've still probably only dated 0.0001% of people. Yeah. It's comforting to know that. Yeah. And then what's your (laughs) usual type? Totally a cliche, but um, tall. Definitely dark. I don't think I've ever dated a blonde person. Um, Yeah. I don't even think you've dated a white person. (laughs) (laughs) I have, actually. You'd be surprised to know. Yes. Interesting. But yeah, someone that makes me laugh. You've got me if you made me laugh, I think. As long as you're obviously nice on the other side. But And you do have a stunning laugh, and I'm hoping we can hear it on the call. <laughs> <laughs> on the pod. Um, cool. And this is my last question in the speed date round. What is the best thing about having a special someone? So, yeah, I was thinking about, you know, do I be cute? You know, the forehead kisses, cuddles, or, you know, like being around someone. but I actually, anyone that knows me knows that I have a thing with the toilet. So (laughs) I have to talk about when I need to go to the toilet and um, farting around someone is just, you know. Yeah. The first fart is a pivotal moment in everyone's relationship, isn't it? The first fart is huge. Yeah, 100%. Cool. All right. Well, the reason I wanted to get you on the show, Harriet, is because you are the dating app queen and I thought we could do a little episode about um, some of the nightmares that happen when you are playing around on dating apps, especially living in London when there is a lot of different types of people squeezed into one little city. Yeah. Um, So you have a very interesting story, which I'd love for you to recap for me because I actually can't quite remember all the details myself and I think everyone out there would love to hear it so if you want to I'll throw over to you and um, you can tell us the story about a certain tinder escapade that you had (laughs) so on tinder I was talking to this guy once who was great you know you kind of get these people that you really hit it off with at the beginning and we were just talking loads it ended up that we were facetiming quite a bit on calls and whatnot and he was like tall and a footballer and a model and normally they're you know they we have a cliche and a stereotype with a footballer that they're a bit up their own asses aren't they but yeah I can feel I feel what you mean I'm picking up what you're putting down they're all the same those footballers yeah (laughs) not to generalize because I'm sure there's some I'm sure there's some lovely ones out there um but anyway we were talking for 
it was like a few weeks um but I was one day just on my phone and obviously I'd followed him on Instagram and whatnot so he'd been on my socials and I was used to seeing him on my socials so I was flicking through Instagram stories one day I saw a picture of him not really like looking who the story was from (laughs) so I stopped on this picture and was looking at it I was like that's quite cute and then I realized who had posted this story who was it and it wasn't him and I was like oh my god so I looked at the name and it was a guy that I used to work with who again to be a complete cliche on the last day he finished working with me we got a bit drunk and it all got a bit carried away and you know you ended up doing the dirty doing the dirty Harriet yes (laughs) yes And it was this guy that had posted him. Oh, so they're friends, you're thinking. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, how, You know when your heart just stops in your chest and you're thinking this cannot be real because they don't normally even live in the same country. Oh, no. So then I was like, which one do I ask? Like, which one do I ask who knows the other as well? Like, wah. so anyway, I chose to ask the Tinder guy. And I was like, do you know so-and-so? And he was like, oh, my God, please tell me that you've not, like, got with him or that this has been a thing. And you're thinking it's a friend, it's a cousin. Yeah, I'm thinking something like this. I'm thinking, how bad can it be? I mean, it's pretty bad if it's his mate anyway. Um, But anyway, I said to him, I used to work with him and I can't obviously lie to you about this one. To which he didn't respond for a few minutes. And then I'm obviously like, oh, my gosh, who is it? Um, And he replied and went, yeah. That's my brother. No. <laughs> Only you. Oh, my God. How does that even happen? How does that even happen? So the boy you like, you've been talking to him on Tinder and everything. It turns out you've shagged his brother. <laughs> I can't cope with that. I cannot. And, like, there's just no... of. All the people in London I could have matched with. What is there, nine million of us here? That means 4.5 million of them are men. You know, probably three million of them are straight. Maybe one million of them are our age. I'm just making it up here, but yeah, that's insane. I was honestly just, I couldn't even. You did continue to pursue it though, didn't you? Oh, I mean, yeah, we talked about it and it went somewhere, but that's maybe a story for another day. That's a story for another time. Oh dear. So I guess that's story one about the perils of Tinder. So I've got a story which this has reminded me of about when I downloaded a new dating app. I got targeted on Instagram, this new dating app, download it, blah, blah, blah. I was like, great. And then um, downloaded it, made my profile. I was like, oh, this is all quite quite good, quite interesting. Yeah, like, quite normal. Like, yeah, yeah, normal, like the algorithm, all that kind of thing. And um I'm swiping through. There's loads of cute guys on here. I'm like, okay, yeah, they're all quite polished, like, yeah, all looking really nice. And then probably a week went by and I'd had no matches. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what is wrong with me? Like, (laughs) I, you know, I'm not a bad looking girl. I've I've got other dating apps. I'm I'm usually quite popular on them, if uh, you don't mind me saying. And I'm sitting there, my self-esteem is just plummeting. I've got no matches. I've got not one match. And I'm just there swiping away. I'm like, you know, these guys, they look pretty nice, pretty cute, but I wouldn't say I'm out, they're out of my league. Like (laughs) I'm getting real depressed about it. And then finally I match with a guy. I'm like, yes, 
about time. This is the one. <laughs> this is the one. I've matched with a guy. He looks like, you know, pretty camp if I'm honest. And he says, oh, honey. I'm like, what? He says, you do know this is a dating app for gay men, don't you? Oh, my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been swiping through. You are joking. It's called Chappie. So the clue is in the name. Oh, my God. God, you're amazing. I've been getting so depressed swiping through all these gay guys. Like, I'm the only woman on this app. <laughs> oh, my life. There's no way no one fancies me. <laughs> I know. I'm like, seriously, oh like, I'm not ugly. Like, why don't any of you like me? But this one, this sweet angel just came out. He matched with me just to tell me God to bless get him. off his app. I know. <laughs> you're taking up space, darling. Move. <laughs> out the way you (laughs) so yeah I think in terms of um more dating app stories so you've got another one don't you about the first one when you came to London yeah so um three or four weeks after I moved to London I um basically was talking to this guy for a while and he was wanting to meet up but I was a bit apprehensive because never met anyone before off tinder and I was like I'm in a new city but anyway I knew him as Tyler off the app that was his name um and so we were talking for ages and I met up with him um we started seeing each other a little bit for a few weeks must have been about three weeks after I first met him okay so you've been seeing each other for yeah close to a month and you think you know this guy and you start liking him and that kind of yeah like I know about his family and like I know what he does and like I've been to his house and he's been to my house um And I've mentioned him to a couple of my friends. And then we were out for drinks one night and we were walking through um, this really busy part of London near Old Street. And this girl screamed a name and he responded to it. And I was like, (gasps) what? I was like, sorry, what? And she came up and she was she knew him. And she was like, oh, my God, hello, how are you? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was just kind of... And it's of, not Tyler. No. So his name's not no. Tyler. She's yelled another name and he's yeah. gone, oh. He's responded to it and gone, oh, hi. And then they were talking and uh, it turns out they went to school together. So she obviously knows his oh name. Oh, my God. Um, <gasps> and so then I thought, hang on a minute. Like, I was like, that's not your name. What's your name? And he was like, oh, no, no, Tyler's my middle name, blah, blah, blah. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. So then I, um, being the little stalker that I am, <laughs> I went on the football transfer market. Yes, Harry. And um, <laughs> I looked up said real name and Tyler has nothing to do with it. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So he was on there, though. He was on the football transfer market. He was on there as a football player. He also didn't play for the team that he said he played Liar. for. Liar. So um, everything about him was a little falsehood. Um, and yeah, he uh, he was put in the bin pretty quickly. Oh my God. See, that's the danger with, that's the danger with dating apps. Like you really never know yeah. what you're going to get. And but also you just feel like. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I've been calling you this name for over a month and you reply to it and yeah and you wonder that's not your name you wonder how often he's out there doing this if that is so normal like that's normal behavior for him it's so it's so strange and I guess um it goes back to an episode I had recently with Sam about her getting stood up and speaking to this guy and I'm like you just never know the people that you're really speaking to do you and and um, we can get into this in a bit um, when we have our left on red questions round but yeah Mm. it's doing those background checks is so important because especially in London there's just all types of people here isn't there Oh my gosh, yeah, like you literally do not know what you're going to get. And it's so easy to be online and just be someone else. Isn't it? And um, and speaking of not knowing what you're going to get, this is the final story I've got about um, about Hinge. So me and Molly, my housemate, we're in bed. We love to just sit back, watch a movie and just scroll on our dating apps, just checking out the talent. <laughs> just try find a bow, you know? Yeah, just... <laughs> Just checking out the the local talent and that kind of thing, and um, <laughs> Molly's sitting there one day, one day, and she she says, "Oh, this guy's quite cute. He's 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 liked me. Um, um, should I like him back?" And she passes the photo over to me, and it's my ex boyfriend, Darius. Oh my love! It's no. my ex boyfriend that cheated on me. So we're looking through his profile. I'm like, <laughs> imagine if she'd never shown me that profile she goes on a date with him she's telling me all about this guy yeah he's great I'm I'm gonna invite him over for dinner and then just a little knock on the door knock 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 hello who is it oh what are you doing here it's you (laughs) I'd be like um get the fuck You are banned. You're, you know you're banned from this flat. What are you doing back here? You're a piece of shit, bro. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, it's oh like god. I just save her from a bullet. As honestly, well. I was imagining like how far it could have gone if she hadn't, and she'd probably swipe through, you know, fifty other people. And then the fact that she shows me this one—it's serendipitous, isn't it? I think that's how you say. Yeah, hundred percent. Serendipitous. Serendipitous. I don't know. Anyway, it's a big word for me, hon. <laughs> big word for Harriet so right so this this brings us to our left on red segment and we've 
just as a recap, we've called it left on red because being left on red in this modern day and age, it makes you question your surroundings, makes you question yourself, and it makes you question a lot of things in life. So we've gone to Instagram, all to all of you listeners out there, and asked what people want to know about dating apps and what we can discuss. So our first question is, which is the best dating app? We've got a little list here because I've got a folder on my phone called dating apps, which my friend Dan thinks is very funny. <laughs> So we've got Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, Inner Circle, Happen, and then I've got three ones I've probably never used, Mint, Badoo, and Clicked. So I've never even heard I know, of them. Just, they lie dormant in the app, in the app folder. So <laughs> I think what would you say is the best one? I mean, you've really got to know what you're looking for, I mm. think. Well, not know, sorry, but I think you've got to be aware of what you'd like from a dating app before you go on 100%. to it. 100%. Because... I mean, Tinder is very much like you can hook up yeah. and you do what you want and it's uh, it's almost business-like. It's more of a transactional sort of like yeah, you see someone, yeah. they're cute, that sort of thing. Whereas I feel Hinge, Hinge definitely for me has the cream of the crop. All of the boys on there, I find them very cute and I don't know if I'm just getting a lot of fuck boys or non-committal kind of guys on there but traditionally it's more of a relationshipy sort of app over to something like tinder yeah i'd say so but equally the times that i've used hinge i've just thought oh my gosh this is so boring it is boring because no one ever replies to you i don't understand that yeah. they match you and i find it a lot harder to get matches i don't know if it's like easier to just go for the raw <laughs> you know, sexual attraction first and then get to know each other after. Cause... Yeah, I don't get it. And the other day I got so excited because I matched with the English guy from Derry Girls. And, oh, yeah. and I was telling you guys, I'm like, I fucking love that show. And I'm just buzzing. Yeah. And he's not even bloody replied to me. I'm like, excuse <laughs> me. The audacity. The audacity. I know. But then equally, why? This is a thing as well. Some people are shocked when I say that I say hello to every single person I match on a dating app. But I'm like, what's the point in matching with people to just stare at their face? Exactly. Photo? And this is what I spoke to Sam about as well, is that a lot of people on there have in their bio won't message first. I'm like, what are you doing on here? Like, is it just an yeah. ego boost? Are you just looking for something to do? I mean, that's definitely it if they're not going to talk to anyone. Yeah, it's just very bizarre. But yeah, I feel as though Bumble, I'm just looking at my little app folder now and I feel as though Bumble, I was. I went on there last night because I knew we were recording the podcast today just to have a little browse yeah. and I saw at least three guys in their 40s that were all, I know they're all married, that I used to work with. Oh my God. I know. So I feel like it's kind of the the married. <laughs> That's not cute. Yeah, it's not cute. It was the married market. So that was not hmm. stunning. Um, I had that for about a whole of a week and then I thought that was equally as boring because no one can message you, can they? I know, yeah. I'm not into that either. Yeah. Inner mm. Circle, I had a little look on that last night as well. I think it started out that you had to invite a friend so it was only like the cool people on there. But everyone's right. got friends that have friends that have friends. So now it's just kind of, it's become a bit of a zoo on there and there's a few farm animals floating around in the zoo. Oh gosh, <laughs> we don't like a farm animal, do we? We do not. <laughs> and Happen, so Happen, if you don't know what that is, um, for everyone playing at home, you have to be in the same vicinity to match with somebody. So you have to have walked past them or that kind of thing. And I remember a long time ago, I matched with a guy on there because <laughs> I live um, sort of near a, a lot of Vietnamese restaurants and that sort of thing. And I matched with a guy on there who lived above one of the Vietnamese restaurants when I went out <laughs> for dinner <laughs> and we dated for a little bit. So that was quite funny. But um, yeah, I, don't, I probably wouldn't go on that or Mint, Badoo and Clicked. 
There was one mm. that um, someone I was working with, she was slightly older. She was about 20 years older than me, but she convinced me to get plenty of fish. And I was like, what is that? Because I've heard of it so much. Yeah. And I went on it and it is, that is the farmyard, I have to say. The farmyard. So that's where yeah. all of the um, the farmyard animals. Maybe it's better if you're a bit older, but I was um, uh, not ta- not taken by the choice of <laughs> That's people. where the Morrison's wonky veg are hiding, aren't they? I feel really mean saying that about so many people, but... Yeah. The dating app world is ruthless. It is ruthless. You have to, it is a transactional world out there and it's basically what, yeah, you should judge a book by its cover out in that world, I think. Well, I mean, yeah, but equally get to know the contents. (laughs) Yeah. Get to know the contents of the book too and you might be surprised. So um, next question is what kind of check should you do before going on an app date? So for me, I would usually check LinkedIn to make sure that like their job is what they say it is. And then Instagram, mm. because if they've got friends in that, then you can kind of, um, vet who they are through that. But what about you? Um, I'm very much an Instagram social media kind of vetter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if they've got social media, then great. You can kind of see what they're doing. But I'm also one of these people that is constantly updating anyone on what I'm doing all the time. So Mm -hmm. um, I always manage to either get like a real-time photo of them or, you know, just if they say they're doing something, then I'll send a picture of what I'm doing and then they kind of respond with that. So it's the same kind of vibe. And then in lockdown as well, I think it's good if you can have a video chat or something first because it's so normal now. I don't, I think in the past that maybe would have been a weird thing to ask, but I think now it's kind of more normal. I think all the dating apps as well, they've introduced an option where you can speak to someone on a video chat before you even go out, which I think is quite good. I mean, I probably wouldn't use it, but I think it is a really good feature that they do have. I mean, it is so important as well because, I mean, you literally do not know who you're meeting. Exactly. I mean, your fake name guy story proves that, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Even people just like the way that they are when you meet them, they can just totally be different people. So, yeah, definitely vet whoever it is you're meeting. And I feel like sometimes it can be a bit of a waste of time. Like if you show up and someone's just not who you think they are or if they, even if you just don't fancy their personality, it's kind of good to get to know them before. I mean, there's arguments for both. Sometimes I do just like showing up and getting to know each other like that. But then also it does feel like a waste of time when it doesn't go well because it can either go well or it cannot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you put your time into it, don't you? So it's kind of, it's worth knowing what you're getting yourself in for. Exactly. And so the next question was, what do you do if you see someone from work on a dating app? So for me, for my ego, I always swipe yes, just because I want to know if they also swiped yes, because I'm just so curious. But what would you say? I would always swipe no. Really? Yeah, purely because I don't want them thinking I fancy them. Yeah. I mean, that's a disaster. And exhibit A, your story earlier. Oh, yeah. And also, guys, don't shit where you eat because stuff like that happens. It never goes Um, well, does it? No, it it never does. It never ends well. Yeah, no, I always swipe no just because, say, that's my ego talking, but I don't Mm -hmm. want said person to think that I'm interested in that way. And especially the job that I do in the industry I'm in, gossip Mm -hmm. is wildfire. So Yeah, same with media, my industry. No, I totally totally feel that it is quite that dating apps are quite egotistical aren't they because mm. both of us just referred to it then so I said yes based on wanting to know if they fancied me and you said no based on them 
not thinking that you fancy them. So, yeah, the whole thing, it's it's wild times we live in, Harriet. Yeah, they it can it's a roller coaster of emotion on dating apps. I talk to this about like with my friends quite a lot. Like you some days you just feel great and then people will tread on you in a minute and then it's kind of like having to build yourself back up to be like yeah I'm really confident look at me seriously Um, and even selecting your pictures you're like what vibe do you go for like who and bios what on earth I don't write bios that's one thing I'm really bad you're not a bio writer oh a weird one-liner okay yeah bios that is an interesting one I think my bio Mm. just says something like fun Aussie if you want to have a good time and have a beer and a chat, I'm your gal or something like that. But <laughs> I don't even – I'm not drinking at the moment anyway. I think – I just want people to think I'm fun or something. But, um, yeah, what would your weird – Please like me. Yeah, please like me. I swear to God, I'm really fun. I'm desperate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, um, funny. So the next question was, what radius do you do from your house? So for me, I probably, I'm a three to five mile girl. Like I'm not going outside that purely because I don't think long distance in London and long distance for me is south of the river. I'm not going south of the river. It's just too far (laughs) and I'm too lazy and I don't like I don't like spending extra money on my oyster if I don't need to. So... So what radius would you do from your house? I was always a one to two miler, but I also learned that that's not great because you do come across the same kinds of people or the same exact people again and again. (laughs) Or people's brothers. Yeah, people's brothers. Or, (laughs) you know what, totally, is. this is going to sound thick, but when you move to a new city, you forget people have lived there their whole lives. (laughs) They know people from the same area. So it's like, I completely just, that just brushed over my head when I first got Tinder in London. So I was like, yeah, none of these people are going to know each other. They do. They know each other. They all know each other. They've lived yeah, here for they so know each long. Other. Yeah. And the only reason actually that I met my current, um, what do you call him, man, boy? Um, <laughs> I just current don't know fling, flame, bone. Oh no, he's more than that. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it was because I extended my Tinder radius because he is south of the river, guys. Is he? He's south. He's a southerner. Southerner? You can't call them southerners in London, can you? I know, you can't. But But I just think everyone below that, (laughs) below the Thames, I'm just like, you honestly (laughs) disgust me. Like, what are you doing down there? There's no connections. Like, how do you even get around? It's funny, though, because they think that about us. Grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so this was our final question. Do you tell people how you met if you met on a dating app or would you rather make up a story? Um, I mean, previously I probably would have made up, not to my friends, my friends, I would have been totally honest, but like family was always Mm. a tricky one because I just didn't Mm. know what anyone's opinion of dating apps was. Um, and I've never really spoken Mm -hmm. to like my parents about it or anything, but actually, recently like if I've met anyone or anything I've just been totally honest about it because in my job like you just can't unless you do meet people where you work it's really hard because I work all the social hours yeah for sure and I think as well it's so much more normalized now to have met on a dating app like I know some people that have gotten in relationships of dating apps and ended up getting married and that kind of thing I think it's just the age we live in, especially in lockdown. It's just something to do, eh? I am now totally honest about it. 
Um, but I have also met people off dating apps that are like, if this goes anywhere, like none of my family can ever know kind of thing. Yeah, that's a that's a thing that a lot of guys have in their bios as well. They say something like willing to lie about where we met. I'm just like, bro, are you just announcing that you're a liar from day one? Because I'm really not into that as vibe. If you can lie about that, what else are we lying about, honey? <laughs> yeah, well, seriously, go and do my FBI, yeah. FBI investigating about your life now. That's trust gone before trust was even Oh, built. my God. We're in the negatives, Harriet. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, God. half empty, half empty. Half empty. That's us, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. thank you so much for joining the show. And I think that's all the questions that we've had through from people, but you've been an amazing guest. Thanks so much for having oh, it's me. It's been very fun. It's been great. I've been really excited about this, actually. Oh, buzzing. All right. Well, um, I'm sure yeah. we'll hear from you soon because I know you've got a lot of other fun stories that we could chat about. But, yeah, thank you. I'll be back. I'll She'll be back. be back. She's the Terminator and she'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. So I hope you liked hearing from Harriet and I on dating apps. And if you have any questions for me or for Harriet, or if you have any stories of your own, please do let me know on my Instagram. It's at madsworld.mp3. And I'm launching a website soon, so stay tuned for that too because it's going to be very stunning and look very cute. Um, Yeah, love and elbow taps. See you next week. being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra and united healthcare makes it easy with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they supplement your primary plan helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods so when it comes to covering your medical bills you can feel good about being a little extra visit uh1.com to find the health protector guard plan for you Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.